I'm going to give this message before I go to bed. Do you know sometimes God will have you to discern someone else's feelings and thoughts? They're not always your own. Sometimes we feel like, why am I feeling like this? And many of us are not even aware that these are not our feelings. We are just perceiving someone else's. And to be able to know the difference if these are mine from somebody else's is that it doesn't go coincide with your actions. I could be feeling good and all of a sudden bad is felt for no reason. You know, feeling down is felt for no reason. Feeling worried for no reason. Feeling even pain for no reason. Where is this coming from? It's coming from someone else. Not always someone who we come in contact with. It could just be felt in the spirit realm. So just continue to pray about it and ask Holy Spirit, what does God want to do regarding it? Hallelujah. A lot of times we're carrying someone else's, you know, breakthrough that God wants us to release upon them, but we're not aware. We just like, all of a sudden, I just feel sudden. Like, for example, you may just feel like sudden peace, sudden rest, sudden stillness, because that's someone interceding on your behalf. You understand? It goes two ways. Everything goes two ways. Hallelujah. But I want to say this. Many of you are being taken advantage of. And you know it. You know it. You know, someone or some people, no matter where it is, on the job, friendship, family, it doesn't matter. That you are required to do a lot of things and receive little appreciation. And you're like, hmm. I'm not feeling this. I'm doing this because I really love what I'm doing. I really appreciate the person. I'm just being a kind-hearted person. But at the same time, you have to be wise. Because it's not okay to be mistreated. It's not. Sometimes someone could just take the load off their back and don't cast it down at the feet of Jesus. They would cast it on your back, my back. And we're walking around with those things on our backs like that. And we're walking around feeling weighed down, having to do so many things, so little time even, you know, feeling like, okay, you don't call unless you want something. Or I have to really pull it out of you to even say hello to me or even call me even. You know, things like that. You have to be very careful because no one, you know, shows a lack of appreciation and not be aware that they're doing that because it's heartfelt and it's definitely thought of. So there's no excuse for it. You know, no one just not know, oh, I'm not appreciating you. Oh, I thought I was. Oh, I thought I was calling you, but I never do. Oh, I thought that I showed appreciation by loving on you, which I never do. Oh, I mistakenly thought that, you know, I cared, but I really don't. But I do say I do. See, all these things, you got to be very, very careful. Because it can cause you to feel less than when God said that we are more than. Hallelujah. It have you to feel like you're worthless, like you're unimportant, like you're taken for granted. You're taking, you know, 
as a quote unquote sucker or whatever you want to, you know, paraphrase it as metaphorically speaking. But the truth of the matter is you can't not allow that to happen anymore. As of right now, just pray about it and just ask God, what should you do regarding it? Because God never tends for any of us to take advantage of each other. There's no way we should do that. Some of us just put a heavy load on each on someone's back, or we just put on each other's back and not even cutting each other no slack. And it's not okay. You know, people make excuses for why they do what they do and they know they shouldn't do, especially not wanting to be done unto them. So why do it unto me or unto you? So you cannot allow someone to take advantage of you anymore. I know a lot of times we are venting about it. You know, we are thinking about it and we're like, it's not okay regarding it, but you have to really put a stop to it. And you don't have to say anything out of the way. Don't do that to me or leave me alone regarding that. No, just pray about it because God moves in decency and in order. What that means is that everybody prospers due to it. No one leaves upset. No one leaves angry. It doesn't cause division. It causes togetherness. And that's what God brings every time. That's why a lot of times that when we're connected to other people and we may be the ones who don't seem to want to play fair, or they may be the ones who don't seem to want to play fair. God's going to wait till we come to an agreement that we all play fair because he wants us all to prosper in all that we do. That's why it's so important to intercede so people can walk in their true identity and not falsely. Hallelujah. So stop allowing that person or people to take advantage of you. And if you're the one, then you must put it into it right now. Don't take advantage of anyone. It's not okay. It's not okay. You know, a lot of times we, it could be anyway, I'm not even going to get into each category regarding employment. We could go from there all night with, we're not going to do that because right is right, wrong is wrong, no matter what category is that. Hallelujah. Some of us do that all the time to people. I'm right here, you right there, and I look down upon you, so you're going to give me everything I need because you're going to look up to me. No, we're not going to do any of that because God have us all to be equal. No one's less than anyone. Hallelujah. If we don't feel like to call anyone or to be around anyone, then don't sit there and have them to do things for us as if we really want them around. Well, we only want them to do things for us, to get things done. You know, we have to really show appreciation. Many of us don't even show appreciation for those who spend their lives just doing everything they can to help us be where we are. And God uses people under us. And when I mean under us, I'm talking about title-wise. And just, you know, even when it comes to an assistant. You know, God would send people your way to help you, even though we're equal, but to help you fall in a position. And many of us are taking advantage. You know, we don't even call each other. We don't even do anything to show that we are thankful and grateful to have the personal people around. It's not okay. We have to stop doing that. Have to stop being so bossy. Bossing people around, ordering people around, and then we calling people out when things don't go our way. If the people weren't there to do it, then how would it get done in the first place? Because no one else going to put up with that crap. So we have to stop treating people like that. We have to stop it and stop it right now. 
because we're going to lose some great people that God has called to be aside us, to be aside, you know, with us, to come alongside with us. And many of us going to lose good people because we're losing sight of it. You know, we're not appreciating people, disrespecting people, treating others who not even doing half of what another person or people are doing and treating that person or people better. It's not okay. And taking credit for what you have someone to love and honor to help you with, help me with. We can't do that. And many of us, we're not going to say anything. I don't want to cause no problem. I don't want to get on their bad side. I'm just going to be quiet. Just pray to God regarding it. Trust me, and it will stop and it shall to come to pass regarding everything that you pray. Don't allow that to continue to happen because a person has to learn how to appreciate because they wouldn't be where they are if it wasn't for you. God blessed you to help them. And if you're the one who's doing it, then repent and humble yourself and appreciate who God has in your life. Many of us order people around. I can talk about it in all kinds of categories, such as marriage. You know, many of us do that to our spouses. Taking advantage, mistreating, because they're so nice, because they're so, you know, affectionate, because they love to you know, just cherish and, you know, treat you as you ought to be treated, ladies and gentlemen. That doesn't mean take advantage because I care about you. That makes no heavenly sense. Oh, I treat you like trash because you treat me as a treasure? No, 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 no. It just shows how many of us have accepted being treated as trash and we thinking it's okay. To keep continuing to treat others the way we've been treated. And it's not the way at all to life or godliness. Even when it comes to, you know, just friendship, partnership, you know, companionship. We have to stop. Appreciate people. Thank God for them. Some people sweat day and night to make sure we have what we have. Some make so many investments for us and we don't even say thank you. We thank everybody else but the people who are really there. That's like if I give a shout out to everybody who I feel like I honor, but the person who really helped me to be right there where I am to receive that award, I don't even acknowledge them and they're listening to me acknowledge everybody but them. How dishonoring is that? How dishonoring God would feel regarding that? Because God is the one who brought them there. God is the one who showed that he cares. And who am I to say that I don't care and yet receive every blessing because God can We have to stop doing that to each other. Stop tearing down each other. Stop trying to strip each other from each other's, you know, treasure and garments of praise and garments of thanks and garments of worship and garments of gifts, of honor, loyalty, devotion. We have to stop that. And then when someone make a mistake, we just blow all over the place. One thing we don't want to do is call somebody out about what they do wrong. Many of us go behind each other back and can't wait to tell someone how wrong someone making a mistake. 
And they're just so humble and we're in their face. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. And go by their back. Oh, they are messing up big time. Let's not do that anymore. Oh, why is my water not warm enough? Why is this TV keep messing up? Why are my clothes are so wrinkled? Why? How about you go get your own clothes? I go get my own clothes. We go fix our own TV. We go type our own memos. We go do these things ourselves. And we going to complain if somebody else do them for us. How about that? God don't send people our way for us to treat them like trash. Christ never did that. He engaged with the disciples. Do you know they were the ones who released the miracle after he given thanks to God? He passed the baskets to them and the baskets kept filling themselves up and they weren't even aware. It's us who doing the miracle. They the ones who kept having the baskets to be filled up because they were the ones kept passing around. Christ the one just giving them the basket and they just kept multiplying what God has multiplied. You understand? Even when it came to the wedding of Canaan, they kept pouring and every time they poured, the water turned to wine. Every time he released a miracle in our hands for us to do. That's what Christ does. And they said, how come we can't do this type of miracle? Because some miracles come by fasting and praying. Pray for a miracle regarding that person so they can stop doing what they're doing. And we wonder why things are dysfunctional and things are not working and shutting off and cutting off. Because look how we're treating people. How can I tell you you're not doing a good job? You don't sound good. You don't look good. Your food don't taste good. You don't model good. You don't paint good. You don't sing good. You don't dance good. How can I say any of that to any of you? You don't do good on the job. You can't type worth of nothing. Your hairstyle is just, I don't like this. Come on. We can't go around hurting people feeling. We have to be very careful. One time somebody presented a food dish and your first reaction would be, what a disgusting meal. And guess what? You have to see love in everything. God was showing us how much we walk in love by showing us a dish that was unappealing. See? It looked like a bunch of slop, but guess what? Isn't that the same way they treated Christ? You don't look like you say who you are. I know Isaiah prophesied that you would look unappealing, but we didn't know you're going to look like that. It was like they were saying Isaiah prophecy was an understatement pretty much. Because if they believed what Isaiah said, they created scripts and scrolls, they would have received them. They didn't. They rejected him. To walk around filled with majesty and be considered as being unappealing? You're not attractive. You're not even close to our standards. And yet I came to free you all. Come on, someone. Many of us look at people in relationships. How he get her? How she get him? How they get that job? How they get that car? How they get that house? Why they, they don't look like they deserve that. Why? Because it was unappealing. That's not okay. That's not okay to feel and it's not okay to do. It's not okay. We can't live that way.
We can expect great change and feel that way. I don't want to be bothered with you. Oh, I always get my way. So you're going to give me my way too. I'm going to put my responsibility on you. You know how many people throw their loved ones on other people? I don't feel like dealing with you, so I'm going to give you to somebody else. We're not being thoughtful. We're taking advantage. Just because we have people that's there and care, it doesn't mean that we keep throwing them on people. Just because a person is nice doesn't mean that they have to be taken advantage of. You have to come in for work for you early a couple of days. Then that turned to a couple of months. Yes, I can help you out on the job. Now I'm doing all the work. Yes, I can answer the phone and talk to you. Now you're calling me, you know, after hours. Not respecting no one's schedule. Yeah, I could babysit for you. Now I'm always with your children. We have to stop taking advantage of each other like that, God said to me. A lot of times we have to prove that we can have somebody. Let me tell you what God said to me. The reason how it got started with the athletes you know, grabbing up women that look like, you know, just everything on the outside, but don't even know what's on the inside. All kinds of Barbie dolls and China dolls and Brazilian dolls and African dolls. The only reason why they grab women like that, because they always considered as you're not anything other than playing something like that. You know, without that, that sport, you are nothing. You know, without that college, you know, uh, or high school, you know, draft pick, you'll be nothing. Without you playing football, you don't have nothing. They hear that all the time. Every athlete, a lot of them, especially football and basketball, oh, you're nothing without basketball, whatever. That's why many of them are encouraged to go to college to have something to fall back on. It's not to say, oh, what what if you get injured? I mean, they use that to to make it more serious, you know, for them to actually pursue because many of them are just considered as being a nobody, just not to play a sport. You understand? Do you know back in the plantation days and slaveries, they made slaves, you know, fight for freedom, literally. They were boxed for freedom. They treated them like animals. And that's how they see the sports. You know, that's how that's how it was built upon. You know, football, you know, just animals playing. And majority of them were African American. You understand? Not even just American African. It could be Canadian. You know, African Canadians, you know, African Caribbean, African, you understand, Europeans, it doesn't matter. It's not always African Americans, African in any other place. You understand? That's how the Civil War came about. They made the blacks fight on the front line. They had to fight for their freedom. That was the north, you know, the north, the north side of the country in the south side. You know, they were trying to fight and see if they were going to get their freedom. And that war decided if we were going to be free from slavery. So they fought for their freedom and they won. I think it was more than one civil war. I'm not sure, but I'm thinking about world war. No, civil war and they won. 
I don't know if they lost one, but they won. Because they gave they given that war all they got. I'm going to fight for my family from Muganto Ta. I'm going to fight for my family from Kakamega. I'm going to fight for my family from Zulu tribe. I'm trying to tell you. And we take advantage of each other like that. See, the children of Israel, they took advantage of Moses. Since you're the only one that hear from God like that, then do what we say. Where's the water at, Moses? See, you could tell Moses didn't tell them. God says he want me to speak to the rock. He didn't tell them that because he wouldn't have got so upset that he's stroking it. Taking advantage. Look at Nebuchadnezzar. Bow down and worship my God. You know how many people there that worship false gods, but he just singled out Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they were the ones who helped protect him in his camp. That's why he picked them with Daniel, with regarding of Daniel fast, because they stood out and stood the strongest amongst them all. You understand? Look at Jonah being inconsiderate. He wanted to let... You know, over 120,000 people perish in Nineveh. And not even just that, two men on a boat with him. Excuse me, there were several men. I think it was two, but men that were on the boat with him. And he didn't even consider their lives, their safety. He knew that it was his God that was causing it. And instead of just saying something, he went to go try to go to sleep on these men while they sitting there crying in distress. See, those are taking advantage. We can't take advantage of people. How many times somebody try to take advantage of you? How many times you try to take advantage of somebody else? Even when it comes to just ordering people around. I need this and I need that. We have things right there in our face and we call someone to go get it. It's right there in outreach. But I need you to come from all the way over there to come get it. You understand? And we don't do everybody like that. We got people that we break our necks for. But the ones who really loves us and appreciate us, we don't even bend over for at all. And the worst thing we can do is try to call somebody out on it. I said hot water, not cold water. I said coffee, not tea. I said trim the fat off the ribs. What do you mean? Get this mess out of my face. That's why a lot of marriages have to be prayed up. Because it's not just men anymore. There are a lot of women too that begin to say, whatever you want, honey. Whatever you want, it's okay. And I realize when people have said that to people who take advantage, they really treat them like crap. You just a wimp. You just a soft person. It's, you always say whatever I want. You just, uh, you're too wimpy for me. Get away. And many of us treat our spouses like crap. And the spouses are smiling in public and knowing that they don't even have it like that. You understand? I, uh, I didn't know what discernment was when I was young. I didn't know what insight was when I was young. I didn't know the names to everything when I was young, when I was operating in my whole life. 
I'll never forget, you know, five years old prophesying and my family be like, that's not going to happen until it it kept happening. It was repeatedly happening. They were like, hold on, we wanted something now. But the thing is, you know, growing up as a Jew on that side, it was difficult for them to really believe because it's like, how can something or someone be, you know, so powerful and, you know, so young? Because people thought wisdom came with age. You know, we're older. We should be the ones to have what you have. You, They were looking at me like they looked at Christ, like they looked at Jeremiah, like they looked at David. And we can't look at people like that. We just keep doing it. And it's always the person that we look at as a quote-unquote doofus, the one we call illiterate, the one we call a cheater, the one we call a robber, the one we call a thug, the one we call a daughterer, the ones we call a murderer. They are the ones who God has called, and he did not call them those names. You better get that. You understand? Did God ever call Moses a murderer? But yet he given him, you understand, instead... Him calling him that he giving him the commandments to say thou should not murder. And yet he did. Come on. Come on. The reason why God had him to go back up there and get another set. Because he broken a commandment that he just embraced. And it was thou should love thy neighbor as thyself. He was pissed off at the neighbors. Every single one of them. Ooh, angel. Ooh, I seen that. <laughs> He was he was like that with every woo angel. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> when they do that, it gets to me. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, because he committed, you know, he committed one of those oh God, that just do ya. One of those most so cool, yeah. Those um mm, what is it? Commandments. <sighs> Let me tell you guys something. There's always an angel in my closet. I woke up one day and I seen an angel make their appearance out of my clothes in the closet. It was like a huge colorful robot. <laughs> yeah. This angel let me know that I, I'm, I'm here. I see you. I don't know if you knew and you've just been assigned. I don't know. But welcome. Because sometimes when their presence are so powerful like that, you know, it catches me off guard. I'd be like, hold on, what? You understand for real now? And when I jump like that, they they run back like, no, 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 no. We don't want to frighten you. I don't want them to move back because it's going to take them a while to come back because they don't want to frighten me. They don't want to frighten you either. You know, I just really appreciate what you guys do for me. Thank you so much for what you do for me. And I'm not even aware you do all the time. Thank you, angels. For all that you do. For all that you do. Thank you. You know, it was so amazing. We look around in our rooms. We don't really see nothing supernaturally. We just see everything in our room naturally. But if you could see in the supernatural realm, all the 
everything that's around you, man. <laughs> Sometimes when I jump like that, they move back. The angels just move back, like allow the appearance to not even show now. Like, I don't want to frighten you, but I just want you to know I, I'm watching you. I like the subject you're talking about. God, I never forget I met an angel, and I was like, oh, okay. She was like, my name is Samantha. <laughs> I thought her name was going to be like, oh, so you know, something like that. They, you know, we speak and talk. No, she said her name was Samantha. She said, look at me. I was just created. Look at me. I was like, you look so beautiful. She said, thank you. I mean, she was just like, so like, thank you. Yeah. And guess what? Everywhere where her spirit is, where our skin is, it was like made in clouds. It was the color of clouds, blue and white clouds, you know, blue sky, white clouds. It was like that. It, it was like that. Yeah. And. I just wonder why this angel is always in my closet. They like to be in my closet. Yeah, they like to, you know, I don't know my clothes. What's up with my clothes, guys? I don't know. Would y'all telling me to go somewhere? I don't know. No, not, the, not tonight. I don't know why they be in my closet with my clothes like that. I don't know. Every outfit I have because of God. Yeah. I thank God for it. <laughs> yeah, but just appreciate people a lot more, guys. That just made me a little nervous, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. <sighs> Hallelujah. The supernatural is so real up in this place. I'm trying to say, man. I used to be like, let me go get my son. You <laughs> sleeping here with me? <laughs> you too big for that now. Yeah. I just got to, sometimes when it, the higher it gets, the more intense it may feel. And you just got to sit it out. Like, I got it. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm just going to sit it out and just see what you want me to see, God, regarding it. Yeah, because it gets intense every time. Because he's always showing so much more of the supernatural that we are not used to. I'm trying to tell you. Half of what I see, many people haven't even heard about. Yeah. And half of what y'all think, I probably haven't even heard about yet. Yeah. But don't allow no one to take advantage of you. And you take advantage of somebody else. You know? Simple as that. You know, I thank God for everything. <sighs> Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. <clears throat> God always showing me something. Always showing us something. Yeah, so I just want to get on here and just say what Holy Spirit me to say. Be mindful of that. Because many of us are mistreating people. We look at them and consider them to be unappealing the whole time. They are very appealing in the eyes of God. So be careful with that. You know. Be very careful how you treat someone. Be very careful how you talk to someone. Hallelujah. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. You know, the angels always look at us. I don't want to have y'all to start acting different. 
but they look at us like, oh my goodness, look how you made, look how you shaped, look how you formed, because that's not in heaven. You know, there's no flesh in heaven. You understand, even though God didn't watch us, but to actually be commissioned to be in the room with us, that's a total different thing. That's like, okay, it's okay to go to the game, but when you're on the floor with the team, it's like, whoa, this is totally different. You understand? That's how they are. The angels are with us. Like, oh my goodness, look how they're made. I'm right here looking at their flesh and their soul and their spirit. Oh my goodness. And they look just like God. And they're moving around like God. I'm trying to tell you. A lot of times I cover up. I'll be like, I don't want you guys to look at me. You know, they don't look like that. But I just be feeling like that. I didn't do that with God. I'm trying to tell you, Father, turn your head. You understand stuff like that, you know. Yeah, but. And they be looking at us like, wow, look at you. I never forget I had a dream. And they were like, wow, look at your body. Look how it functions. Wow, owls don't do that. It doesn't do that. We don't do that. Like, you do that. We don't. Yeah. My God. They love us. I'm telling you. I'm going to do a whole thing about angels. Yeah. I love angels. Yeah. Angels, thank you. Every angel ever. <laughs> Every angel, period. <laughs> thank you. You know, sometimes when you're touching them so much, they begin to show you themselves, but God has to let them, you know, not fall back, but just, let you know, remind them that, they're not ready for that type of encounter yet. That's gonna that's gonna have her to jump. That's gonna have her to push you guys away without being aware she's doing that because she's not used to that type of encounter. So we have to get prepared to receive, you know, encounters like that. Hallelujah. For real. Like just imagine walking across the Pacific Ocean. What? The first thing we think about is what's down there under me. You understand? Like, where the shark's at? Where the octopus at? Where, you know, where the blue whale's at? The beluga whale? You know, that's not even a thought. And imagine that. You're walking on the water across, I see you, Angel, across the Pacific Ocean. And all of a sudden, the, the animals come out the water, begin to swim out the water, and they're following you. And you can't be afraid. Like, oh my goodness, there's a great white shark just looking at me. Oh my gosh, there goes, you know, a whale following me. Oh my gosh, do you understand? You can imagine, you know, even though Christ was walking on the top of the sea, you know, there's still, you know, sea creatures in the water. And I can imagine they felt that. They felt this presence. Mm. Because everything that has breath, wow. Praise the Lord. Mm. So just be mindful how you treat people. I love you. I thank God for you. Greater is he than us. He's in the world. I love you.